Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Legends Never Die podcast. This is your host, Hunter Fruge, alongside co-host Matt, Frank, and Wesley on the computer, video and audio, as always. And it was a great weekend sports, MLB playoffs, college football really heating up, LSU and Saints, both our local teams here with good wins again this week. A lot of NFL news, some trades going on, all kinds of action. And we met President Trump this week. Matt missed out. Me, Wesley, and Frank were all able to meet him. We'll get some video footage put up of that for all the viewers to see. And we'll kick it off with NFL as always. Matt, I'll let you start it off. Big news tonight, release trades. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey traded to the Rams. Two first-round picks and another laundry list of third-rounders and whatnot. Then Marcus Peters went to Baltimore. What I want to talk about is the rumor of Cam Newton. Where is he going to go? Potentially, do they move on? Cam Newton to the Redskins. Hell no. Where do you think? To Buffalo? Free agents list? Nah, somebody wants him. I'd take him in Buffalo over Josh Allen. Hell no. I Josh would. Allen young. He's he's uh, progressing quick. Miami? Cam Newton to Miami? Hey, why not? <laughs> really, though, why not? Why not? Other news we had this week aside from the trades is some more slumping teams. Dallas and the Chiefs, your Cowboys, they're looking rough. Look, I'm off the fan wagon. We just lost to the Jets. I'm jumping ship on them for this season. I hate to say it. I can't I can't ride with Jason Garrett anymore. I've lost my confidence in him completely. I agree. They look rough, man. I don't know what they're doing, but even worse than them, two others, Mayfield. 11 interceptions on the season. He's looking terrible. Cleveland's going down the drain. All the hype's getting washed away. And Tennessee, Mariota out as the starter. He also looks like absolute trash. I never really thought Mariota was that good. They fell in love with him when he came in his first game and threw the four touchdowns. Do you remember that a couple years ago? He ain't never. He hasn't done it since. So potentially two first-rounders is bust right there. Definitely. I wouldn't say Mayfield's a bust. Give him some more time. But the turnovers is definitely an issue. Other news went 2-0 and this week in fantasy. Done well. My team did balance. Scored about 130 in both leagues. Didn't have anyone really blow up aside from Stephon Diggs on my bench. Oh, Scoring over 40. the Eagles, you put him on the bench? Yeah, man, my team stacked. But Dude, I know anybody you. anybody playing the Eagles secondary got to start on. I know you were excited. Big news, your fantasy team, you got back Tyreek Hill, right? No, I didn't. Dustin did. Dustin? Yeah. I got Hunter Henry back this week. He blew up for me two scores on a Sunday night. That was lit. One other fantasy news, my two players, my two top players on my team, both our two top MVP candidates right now, I would say, Russell Wilson and McCaffrey. Who do you think? I'd go with Wilson just because of how important the quarterback position is with no interceptions. That's that's pretty incredible. 17 touchdowns, zero interceptions, 5-1 and one record. Second place in their division, only to the 49ers, obviously. But Wilson having a great year, doing it with his legs, winning games like you said. But McCaffrey also, I don't think Carolina could win a single game without Christian McCaffrey. I think he's that important to that team. He has 900 yards already and nine touchdowns the through Bucks six games. The just held him to 35 yards. Yeah, he had about 60, 70 rushing and receiving combined. And two touchdowns, and they won the game. So is it really holding him if he gets 70 yards and two scores? No, because it takes a lot of focus. Yeah. Even if you do stop him. Buck stopped him twice already last two times they faced him. But I'm going to go with McCaffrey. I'm going to go the year they're running back. McCaffrey's going to have freaking 22, 2,300 yards and 20 touchdowns. 
Probably more than that. It's going to be hard, hard not to give it to him, especially if Wilson, he does all right. I mean, 30 touchdowns is not MVP to me. If he has 30, 35 touchdowns, that's not enough. Dude, if he throws 40 touchdowns, keeps the interceptions down to a minimum like he is doing right now, taking care of the football, dude. What if he only threw, like, three interceptions, 40 touchdowns and three interceptions? Dude. Yeah, Russell Wilson's great, but I'm going with McCaffrey with the edge right now. And he's a good betting favorite at, like, a 10-1. to Really? Yeah, so he's a good play there. So you got to take him, really. Other news, we had the refs, man. It's like we're repeating ourselves like a broken record. These refs in the NFL, I don't know what's going on. They're missing all kinds of calls. I can't really blame them too much because I had Green Bay last night and the refs kind of saved my ass a little bit. But they have been doing absolutely terrible. Specifically in that game, there was three missed calls and one just completely terrible, really just unacceptable. Completely changed the tide of the game, gave Green Bay all the momentum, ended up winning the game by a point. Something has to happen. Really not fair to the Lions. They won that game in my opinion. Yeah, something has to happen with the ref. And we'll get out of news there. We'll transition quickly into our power rankings before we preview and review last week's games. I'll start it off. My number one team, still the Patriots. There's no reason. Hell no. There's no reason for them to be dropped down right now at this moment. They're undefeated, best team in the league. Hate to say it. Really hurts me to say it, but Patriots still number one for me. Saints number two. Obviously, huge Saints fan. Bridgewater getting it done. Four and as a starter. He'll have a tough test this week against Chicago at Chicago. But I think Saints defense grinds it out. They're playing better with Breeze out right now, playing four Breeze. So give me Pats one, Saints number two as of right now. My top two, same teams, but I got Saints at one. Defense looking great. Bridgewater surprisingly four and as a starter, like you said. I like it. Tom Brady looking like not Tom Brady to me. I don't want to say he's looking bad, but he's not looking like the GOAT as of right now. He's not looking bad, but he's not looking good. I understand I would love to put Saints at number one, but I have to hold off. I don't want to speak too soon. We'll see when Breeze gets back. I think they'll take over that number one spot. Probably go 14-2, 13-3 again, win the NFC for sure. We shall see, though. But my number three team, I'm sure you'd agree here, 49ers, the defense – Looked amazing. Held, held Jared off to 60 yards. Held the team as a total to under 200 yards this week versus L.A. Noted you're defending NFC champs last year and division rival on the road. Their fans were outstanding. They travel so well, the old faithful or whatever they call them. The Rams' home games are terrible. They're not even home games. They're trying to build a $5 billion stadium For right what? now. They don't to even try to attract fans. fans. Exactly. Not going to work, bro. And because the uh, I forgot what Olympics. You went to the Super Bowl. You know the Olympics is coming back to really? USA. Yeah, it's going to be in Los Angeles in like eight years. So Perfect. it's going to be partially for that too. So I could see. I think it's good. Build a five billion dollar stadium. Cool. Be something cool to look at. But isn't it crazy to see these spread offenses all of a sudden can't move the ball, can't score? Last year was so prolific, thirty plus points a game and all that. Rams, Chiefs. They just figured them out. Watch a whole off season of film. And yeah. Todd Gurley out. That hurts a lot, obviously. Yeah, but we'll get into that game more in a little bit. 49ers are my three, though. Number four, I have the Texans. Yeah, Texans same. with a huge win this week over uh, the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Chiefs drop another one, two straight. Been a while since we've said that. 
But they just look really good. Deshaun Watson, he's getting to that elite level. I feel like he'll be there before too long. The Chief run defenses. game, the run game was really good this week, and they just purely outscored them. They got down 14 points to start the game in the first quarter, chipped away, fought back, played good football, and beat a good Chiefs team on the road. Good road win for Houston. See, my thing about what you said about Deshaun Watson, the Chiefs' defense is terrible. One of the not even top half of the league defenses can't stop the run, can't even ru- can't rush the passer. What can they do? They can't protect Mahomes, and they can't get at the other uh, team's QB. It's a recipe for disaster. We, so you're we, having Chiefs one and done in the playoffs this year, most likely. If they don't fix that O line, they're not gonna make the playoffs. So you got Houston at number four. Yeah, definitely. Who's your number five? I switched it. I had Packers earlier, but I switched it to the Vikings. Ooh. I like the Vikings. The Vikings. You like they found their offense lately, I'd imagine. I mean, the last two games, Cousins has looked good. Granted, it was Philly secondary, and I forget who they played the week before. But torched them Giants. two weeks in a row. Oh, well, you know what I'm Giants saying? Giants and Philly beating up on that NFC East. Now, I like Minnesota, too, but I had to go with my five slot at Seattle. Seattle's only lost this year's to the Hoodats. So you got to give him that. Russell Wilson obviously playing out of his mind. I really like Seattle at five, so that's where I put him. I do respect the pick with Vikings at five that you have. And that brings us into our top performers of the week. Kirk Cousins this week over 340 passing yards and four touchdowns. Stephon Diggs in that same game had nine catches, 167 and three scores while sitting on my bench. That was two of our top performers for this week. Our other two top performers of the week were Nick Chubb, 122 yards, two scores, and Lamar Jackson, 250 passing, 150 rushing, and a score. First quarterback in the Super Bowl era to have 150 rushing and 200 passing. Yep, and that'll bring us into our NFL recap now from the previous week. We'll start it off with Thursday night's game, the Giants and Patriots. Patriots put up 35, beat the Giants by 21. The game was 14-14 to 14 going into the half. I don't even think Patriots had allowed a defensive touchdown. Were both special teams again? Pick six and – And the, uh, Brady had a strip sack fumble for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't even think the defense allowed a touchdown again. Really just an easy win for Patriots once again. Well, the defense scored two touchdowns. It's pretty easy when you get a 14 – you get 14 points for your defense, offense has to do nothing, which kills uh, fantasy stats for – Anybody that owns Patriots. So, yeah, easy win for the Patriots, whatever, undefeated still. Two remaining undefeated teams. We'll get to the next one in a second. We'll move into the first game of Sunday. We had an 8.30 a.m. game. I woke up, McCaffrey had two touchdowns, and Carolina was beating the shit out of Tampa Bay. In London, Carolina with the easy win, 37-26. Jameis Winston with the five interceptions. Terrible. 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 Granted, some of them were tip pat were tip balls, but if you had to put it right on them, they probably wouldn't have dropped it. Yeah, good win for Carolina though. Kyle Allen improves to four and zero as the starter. Has not threw an interception. Cam Newton in the trade rumors. Who knows what's going to happen? I'd say stick with Allen. Got you four and zero. Definitely not? stick with Allen. The got him. Looks way more efficient. Got him borderline playoff contention right now. Next game up, we had Seattle at Cleveland. Cleveland jumped up on Seattle big to start the game, but it's Russell Wilson, the magician, 32-28, and left Cleveland with a win. Seattle improves 5-1. and one. Yeah, like we've talked about earlier, I like Wilson. 
He's getting it done. Can't argue with it. Same case scenario in the next game. Chiefs jumped up to a big lead at home playing Houston. Houston fights back. Good run game. Good performance from the backs there. Good performance by Deshaun Watson. Not too flashy, but enough to get it done. Houston wins that game 31-24. Chiefs, like you had mentioned a minute ago, they're on the decline for sure right now. Fell out of the top five in the power rankings for the first time in probably about a whole season, a whole 15, 16 weeks at least. Probably more than that. Whenever they had Alex Smith, they were still were doing 13-3 and three that last season he was there. But, um, yeah, Chiefs, like I said, I, I'm not liking it. You got the best quarterback in the league, but he's running for his life on a bum ankle that's been hurt for two weeks. He needs a bye week, and they need some O-line. They need to make a trade here at the trade deadline. Do something. I agree that, with you there. They need though. a run game. They can't run the ball. Yep, they're relying on old washed-up Shady McCoy. Next game, we have the best game of the week, Washington at Miami. Teams went into this week with a combined record of 0-10, so somebody had to win. I predicted a time we damn near had it. Washington escapes with a 17-16 victory. Matt, tell us how that game ended and what a trash game it was because I didn't watch a single second of it. I watched, uh, like, the last <laughs> drive. Miami drives on the field, uh, scores the – Supposed to be game time touchdown, but instead goes for two. Throws the wide receiver a screen, hits him right in the chest, right in the hands. Fucking drops it, butterfingered it. Game over. Just typical Miami player. <laughs> yeah, just like Miami. Miami being Miami. The ultimate tank, if I say so myself. <laughs> Coach told him drop it. He said no. Nah, Definitely. We're in competition with Washington for this number one pick. We want that motherfucker too. Cincinnati and Miami. Cincinnati and Miami last year remaining. That'll bring us into that game. Cincinnati only lost by six points at Baltimore. Baltimore it with the victory, twenty-three seventeen. Lamar Jackson, been. we forgot to mention him as one of our top performers. Had over two fifty passing and another hundred and fifty no, rushing. I, I mentioned him. Oh, did you? Yep. Well, with the good rushing performance, hundred and fifty and a touchdown. Baltimore wins. They're going to win that division easily. I wouldn't say easy. Steelers can't keep winning with Hodge, Hodge Podge as the quarterback. <laughs> Their defense is uh, looking looking good, too. I was watching the game. They got the fumble on Rivers. I went on the live bet. I was like, damn, got to take the Steelers. Chargers O-line's trash. T.J. Watt about to eat. Sure enough. Sure enough. Got him. Last and most important game of the noon o'clock was the Hoodats going down to Jacksonville, going down to Duval County, and knocking off the Jaguars. Minshew mania, it's a thing of the past. Saints didn't allow a single touchdown once again. 13-6 to final, easy win. Defense looked great. Saints the best team in the league, arguably. Best in the NFC for sure. Definitely best in the NFC. Coming into the game, I don't know why the Saints were an underdog. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't either. I wish I would have put more stones on it, but I didn't have the bones. So I only put a little, won me some money. Tigers also won me a little money, so I can't complain. Now we're moving to the 305 games. First of the week, we had the highly anticipated game of the week, San Francisco going to L.A. We figured it would be a good matchup. We both took San Fran winning the game, and they went in there and absolutely blew L.A. out 20-7. to They could have beat them worse. The run game looked good again for San Fran. The defense, the defense looked great. Yeah, defense looked amazing. Bosa's killing it, dude. He's a wrecking force on that O line. D Ford, Quan Alexander, picking them go, picking those guys up has really changed the, that team. 
And if you can't stop the run, you can't win a football game because you can't possess the ball. And how can you score without the ball? And I didn't know, man. I saw L.A. went out there and punched that first drive in. I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to oh, be a good high scoring game. there for a second. Yeah, and then sure enough, not another single point allowed the whole rest the of the Jared three Goff quarters. Effect. Yep, Jared Goff, doo-doo. Next up, I know Matt's going to be a little sore about this game, so we might just have to skip his side. Cowboys lose to the Jets. This is not a joke, viewers. This really freaking happened. The $40 million man, Dak Prescott, a clown, I shall say, lost to the Jets 24-22. Come on, man. Come on, man. Missing two starting O-linemen, two of the best O-linemen in the league. Amari Cooper goes down in the first damn drive with a bruised thigh. Come on, man. He might as well have broke his pinky. Anyways, Dak's n- not that guy. Jerry's looking like a genius for not paying him because he ain't now he can't win. Those first three games, they're like, oh, Dak's worth $50 million. Now what's he worth? Not a, a damn dime. A, a bag of Cracker Jacks and a Diet Coke? Yeah, just Maybe. about. He ain't worth more than – that boy's as cheap as popcorn, as I once was told. Next game, we had Atlanta at Arizona. We figured this was going to be a high-scoring game. Two worst defenses in the league. 34-33, Kyler Murray in the offense. Hey, not looking so bad. They got a little top-five offense running now. Come on. They got a top-five offense in the league right now. Be careful. But their defense is trash. Yeah, exactly. That gave us the 34-33 result. And now I think it's only a matter of time before we see Dan Quinn fired. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been saying it for weeks. Dan Quinn got to go. Has not been the same. Those Falcons have not been the same since the loss in the Super Bowl. Not even, not even a sliver of the same team. Next game we had Tennessee at Denver. Terrible for performance by the Titans. Lost sixteen to zero. Mariota gets pulled for Tannehill. Tannehill's now announced how you the get starter for Ryan Tannehill. And how do you lose to a team that's zero and five? I don't even want to talk about the game. Terrible game. Tennessee sucks. Denver sucks. Facts. Denver finally had like eight nine sacks or something ridiculous to get back on top. Pittsburgh, L.A. Sunday night. wasn't expecting the result. Scoreboard makes it look closer than it was. Pittsburgh really beat their ass. 24-17 ended up being the final. It was 24 to nothing at one point. Yeah, 24-0 ended 24-17. And I saw L.A. Chargers fans were really upset. They were playing the Steelers anthem song at the stadium. Majority Steelers fans. What a joke. I saw a lot of the team members were Pittsburgh pissed. Pittsburgh fans do travel well, but I would understand as a player for the Chargers that I would be pissed too. They're, you're just giving the, you're giving the Steelers all the momentum. Then moving into Monday night, we had the most rigged game of the week, a good <laughs> NFC North matchup. We had Pitt, we had Packers at home yep. versus the Lions. Lions jumped up good. Packers fall back. Aaron Rodgers was down. I forgot what it was. The I think 11 points, 11 points in the fourth quarter. Multiple penalties. Packers fought back, got the win on a game-winning field goal as time expired, and the refs are to blame. I wouldn't say 100% the refs are to blame. I'll give them 65 because that, that was just – that was terrible, really. I, I hate to say it because I had the lines to win the damn game. Well, they damn. had it. And that's it for our recap of last week. We'll move into a, re- a preview of this week. Starting with Thursday night's game, we have KC traveling to Denver. 
KC on a short week. Denver with a good performance last week. I'm about to shock but I'm you. still going to go with KC in this Give me one. Denver. KC losing three straight. Yep. All right, and that's a bold Dude, pick. Dude, Von Miller about to go off. Like you said, Denver had that the a lot of sacks last week. Repeated again against Mahomes. And Phillip Lindsay and Royce Freeman are about to ball out. Chiefs can't stop the run. Denver's best uh, offense run is a uh, play action and run. Perfect. Next game we got L.A. at Atlanta. I don't know exactly what L.A. team this is. The Rams. The Rams versus Atlanta. Wow. That's going to be a shootout. Give me the Rams winning it, though. Falcons look like absolute garbage. Yeah, I'll take the Rams, too, just because the Falcons are that bad. Next up, we have Miami at Buffalo. Buffalo is 17-point favorite. I wouldn't say as far as give me the spread, but give me Miami probably not scoring a single point. Give me Buffalo with the easy win here. Buffalo, yeah, give me that. Next up, Jags, Cincinnati, another game of two terrible teams right now. Cincinnati might just Jags pick ain't up. terrible. Uh, Jags are borderline terrible. Come on. I don't think – I think they suck. I think they suck even enough to maybe lose this game and give Cincinnati their first win of the season. Give me Cincinnati in this one. Give me the Jags. My boy Chark's about the ball. Next up, Minnesota-Detroit, another great divisional rivalry. Detroit at home, but still give me Minnesota winning this one. I like Minnesota, too, going on the road and getting it done. I don't know. I just got the feeling that the Lions, they got held to a lot of field goals last night. I wasn't excited with the offense. Minnesota wins it. Minnesota wins it. The offense is looking good. They're taking the haters, and they're showing them. They're proving them wrong, the critics. They're showing them what's up, and they're finally playing as a team. So, Minnesota easy, I agree. I wonder if Diggs is done crying after he scored three touchdowns last week. Uh, He'll wait till he sucks again and then cry cry some more. Wait till the Saints beat their ass. Next up, Oakland traveling to Green Bay. Easy win for Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay easy. Rodgers probably going to kill it. Hopefully to get Devontae Adams back because – they Without need him. him. They, they, they're they yikes. Good. They're yeah. sketch. That's why I had to leave them out of the power rankings this week. They're sketch with that receiving corpse. Next up, Houston traveling to Indianapolis. This is going to be a good AFC South rivalry game. Houston's playing great. I think they might jump on another one of these win streaks. So give me Texans in this one. Barely edging out Indianapolis. Maybe a game-winning field goal or something. Always a good game between these two, but give me Houston in this one. I think it's going to be a, a low-scoring game. Simply because the Colts like to run the ball so much. If they can establish a run, they're going to eat the clock up. Make, keep the ball out of Watson's hands as much as possible. That's their game plan, 100%. Got to be. Hopefully, uh, Leonard's back for the Colts. So, who you going with? I don't know, dude. I want to I wanna take the Colts, but I, I can't go against Watson with the better quarterback. Let me give me the Texans. Give Matt the Texans. Give me the Texans. Next up, we got a battle of the rookies. Oh, God. Quarterbacks. Kyler Murray versus Daniel Jones. Should be actually a pretty good game. Any update on Saquon? He's going to be out another week nah, at least. he's coming back this week. He's going to be back. Give me the Giants winning. I've been waiting to Definitely. see. I've been waiting to see the DJ and Saquon mashup, and now we're going to get to see it. Give me the Giants in this one, beating Arizona in a good high-scoring game. Oh, yeah. I'm licking my chops in fantasy now. I got Barkley coming back this week. Hunter Henry just came back last week. It's looking up. Next game, 49ers-Washington. Absolutely show for 49ers. Going to put on a show. Going to absolutely beat the shit out of Washington. Give me the Niners by 20. I would agree. Washington's terrible. 
49ers easy. Next game, a battle of two teams that have really let me down this season so far. The Chargers in Tennessee both look really weak, but give me the Chargers winning with Tannehill at quarterback. Give me Phillip Rivers beating Tennessee at home. Mm. I didn't even circle a pick on this one because I hadn't made up my mind yet. I was going to see what you had to say to see if you could sway me. I don't know, man. I got to take the Chargers. I'm not I'm not trusting Tannehill. Me either. Next up, the Hoodats travel to Soldier Field in Chicago. This should be a good one. Battle of two great defenses, maybe the best two or two of the best five at least under in the league. Under whatever. Yeah. Under 40, under 36, under whatever in your teasers. But give me the Hoodats. Got to roll with it. Teddy Bridgewater, best quarterback in the stack cast area against the spread. So put your money where your mouth is. Give me the Hoodats five weeks straight, and I'm cashing out on the Hoodats. I'm taking the Saints, too, on the road. I like it. You got to love it. Next up, great matchup. Really excited for this game, Baltimore at Seattle. I think this is going to be a damn good game. Two elite quarterbacks. Or, oh, ooh, Lamar Jackson. Ooh, Lamar Jackson. Down, Lamar Jackson's getting into the tall, bro. He's Stop, he's dude. he's becoming great. Watch out. He's he's on his way. He's coming quick. Don't give him elite yet. He's coming quick. Give me the real elite though. Give me Russell Wilson winning this game at home in a good high scoring game. Give me the Seahawks in the twelfth man. Next up, Dally, dude, Dallas. Dallas at Philly. I don't know about this game, no, it's man. It's at Dallas. It's at Dallas? Yep. Give me Dallas at home getting back on track then, I guess. Oof. If Amari Cooper's back, give me Dallas. If not, give me Philadelphia. He, Amari Cooper being out is a big deal for Dallas. Next up, we have the last game of the week, Monday night. We had the Patriots playing the Jets. Easy win for the Patriots once again. Yeah, Patriots easy. That's why I had to take the Patriots off the of number one. They haven't played anybody worth a damn. I mean, look at their division aside from Buffalo. Yeah, it's trash. They're one in ten, one in eleven aside exactly. from Buffalo. All right, guys, we'll transition out of NFL over into college football now. We'll start with our college football power rankings. Big week from LSU. We know we'll get to that in a minute. But that puts me with LSU at number one in my ranks this week. LSU, number one team in the nation. Alabama, number two. Ohio State, number three. Clemson, number four. That's my four tops. Who's your four tops? My top four is Bama, LSU, Clemson, and Ohio State. Ohio State, five and six, a.k.a. honorable mention right now. Wisconsin, I'm putting them at five. They're going to have the big game, not this week, but the next. At home, I believe, versus Ohio State. I don't know if it's at home that's or huge. what. But that's going to be a badass game. And depending on where the game is, that's going to be our Big Wisconsin Ten regular winning. season winner. I could see Wisconsin winning at home for sure. On the road at Ohio State, I highly doubt it. But Wisconsin's a damn good team. I'd put them at five, close to four, close to being better than Clemson and Mize. And then six, I'm going to have to put OU. They had the big win over Texas, we'll mention in a minute. So my five and six are Wisconsin, OU. Yeah, I got the same. I like what Wisconsin's doing. Just shut out Michigan State. That's pretty impressive to shut out a Big Ten opponent. So we'll start off our recap with our Heisman favorite after this week. Joe Burrow has now moved up to the betting favorite, number one, to win the Heisman. He's he had it. a great performance this week, 42 points against the number one defense in the SEC, the Florida Gators. 
Beat them 42 to 28. Bring them to Death Valley. We're going to get it on a night game. LSU 13 and a half favorite. Cover the spread. Wins yeah, by 14. The most rigged spread. Electric. Dude. Electric. Electric. Oh, it was bumping. Dustin said they almost broke the record for like stadium the decibels. Loudness. Yeah. Yeah, that's intense. They'll break it. Uh, nah, they won't break it this year. That's going to be the best game. I even told some people I think Florida is better than Alabama. No. I told a few people that man, I think so. Their defense is just their defense is way better, I believe. Alabama's I been giving that. up numbers, dude. They're averaging like 25, 28 points a game allowed. LSU's averaging about twenty, but still, it's because they jump on you, get up twenty eight points, and then let you come out, uh, come back, and while you run the clock out. All I know is a great win for the Tigers. Both our elite receivers, Chase and Jefferson, went for over a hundred yards and a touchdown each. Big performances from them. The defense stepped up. Chazon finally back in the lineup, did his thing, had a couple sacks, a couple big plays, tackles for loss, turnovers. Grant Delpit, monster. Uh, he scared me there for a second when he went down. Yeah, early. I know. He does that every game, dude. He goes down every damn game. And then, of course, Derek Stingley Jr., number one defensive back in the nation right now, they say. Was as getting a 19, picked on. As an 18-year-old. Shit, then got the interception to yeah, seal the deal. He came back. He's getting picked on by a six foot ten freaking tight end. Yeah. But still, can't expect him to have to guard a tight end. But right now they have the, him the number one cornerback in the nation. Yeah, he's he's that guy. Eighteen for sure. years old, Stingley Jr. Interception three games in a row. He's on fire. LSU's on fire. They're in a crash course for a number one versus number two in Tuscaloosa in a few weeks, and I can't freaking wait. They got to make it through Auburn first. Oh, we'll tear Auburn to shreds. I think we'll so. play Auburn next weekend at two o'clock. Of course, they had to put it a day game. They didn't want us whooping their ass too bad, but only a six point spread. LSU by six. That's it. LSU this week. Yeah. LSU this week by 17 against Mississippi State. I've heard the word trap come around when it's come to this game. Oh, yeah. The old Mississippi State trap game. Mm. <laughs> they don't have Fitzgerald, though. They don't have a running quarterback this year. But in bigger news, bigger than LSU's win over Florida, maybe, is the Georgia loss. Upset to South Carolina. What a game. I'm not even surprised, really. Georgia's terrible. Overrated. Definitely overrated. Uh, precedented on running the football, yet they can't run the football. And from, he's can't he can't win you. A they game. sit there and say he's the best quarterback, most well developed quarterback. Three interceptions. Yeah, right. Versus South Carolina, all to the same guy. On top of that, you know granted, that boy had the game of his career. Yeah, but granted, that guy's probably going to go to the NFL. He's a beast. Yeah, he they is said a he beast. has like the longest wingspan for a cornerback in the in college and all that. Well, Six, he showed out for sure. Yeah. But I can't believe Georgia with the notorious kicker goggles. Rodrigo Blankenship, man, he he they freaking shit the bed. They're like he hasn't missed inside of forty yards. This and that, fucking. He hadn't it. missed a thirty yarder since he was six years old, fucking and then he goes it. out there and misses it. I feel bad for Hot Rod and the Georgia Bulldogs. They looked rough and easy win, really for South, big win for South Carolina. That game really threw a kink in the top four college football playoff rankings. But the next game also threw a kink in things. A really good game, Red River rivalry at the Cotton Bowl, Texas versus Oklahoma. Number six versus 11, Oklahoma showed up to play, ran away with the 34-27 to victory. 
The score was a little closer than the game actually was. Oklahoma dominated on the defensive side of the ball early on in the game. Definitely. And just the better team won, the better quarterback, the better offense, and the better just players all around. C.D. Lamb with a monster game for Oklahoma. Got himself now in the Heisman race also. Best wide receiver in the country by far. Yeah, I agree. Puts Jerry Judy. I don't know what happened to Jerry Judy this this year. Way behind. Everybody else on the team's just so good too. Yeah. But, yeah, like you said, the score was much closer than it really was. Texas got a couple late garbage-time TDs. Uh, you ought to find the clip of Jalen Hurts going behind the back with the ball. I saw it. Yeah, we'll put that up on the clips. Jalen Hurts went behind the back to avoid a sack and threw a big completion to keep the ball moving and eventually score a touchdown. We'll put a clip up right here, though, of that. Other big notable games, we had Penn State defeated Iowa, a matchup of top 15s. Penn State now top 10, number 9, going to be facing Michigan this week. We'll talk more about that game in a minute. But a big win on the road for Penn State, 17-12. to Other big win, Wisconsin continues dominance, now number 6, with a 38-0 victory. Absolute mashing of Michigan State. Didn't allow a single point. Run game looked great again. Wisconsin, just some bad mofos. Only way to put it, best defense in the country. Definitely the best defense points for points per game-wise. I don't know, put up against LSU or something, how they would do. We'll see against Ohio of, State. As of right That'll now, be a good test it. in a few weeks. Other notable games, Notre Dame, number nine, defeats USC 30-27 to in a tight game. And lastly, Alabama easily handles Texas A&M on the road, covered the 17 spread. They had a 47-28 victory. I know Matt had a bad beat on that game. He had the team total for Alabama over 47.5. They scored 47, so he missed by one point on a missed extra point. Yeah, they blocked the punt, scored the touchdown, missed the extra point. Killed me, missed it by half a point. I was so pissed. I can't believe that. And that's our college football review. Now we'll do a quick preview of this week's conference games. A few pretty decent games. First off, we have Florida battling South Carolina at South Carolina. South Carolina coming off the huge win against Georgia, like we had mentioned. But I think Florida's the better SEC East team out of Florida and Georgia. So give me Florida actually beating South Carolina this week. Yeah, I think Florida takes the win. Helensky, quarterback for uh, South Carolina, got hurt last week. They say he's going to play, but I don't know if he's enough. And they have Georgia, I mean, Florida right now, six point favorite. So give me Florida by the six. I like that. Next up, a good Pac 12 matchup. Number 12, Oregon versus number 25, Washington. They have Oregon a three point spread. It's Pac 12, but, shot. but give me Oregon in this one over Jake Browning in Washington for sure. Jake Browning, he been gone. I mean, not Browning, Trevor Eason, the old Georgia transfer quarterback, whatever. Washington, they're number 25. They're out of it. Give me Oregon easy, like you said. Last game of the week, Michigan versus Penn State at Penn State. A very hostile environment to play. One of the top five best stadiums and loudest. And the team's doing its annual whiteout. They chose this game versus Michigan to do it. I can't wait. Going to be a great game. Nittany Lions favored by nine. I wouldn't say give me the nine, but definitely give them to me in a teaser by three, other teasers, whatever. I think Penn State's going to easily win this game versus Michigan. I wouldn't say easily. Michigan's got a damn good defense, but give me Penn State. Well, Iowa beat Michigan. Penn State just went to Iowa and Michigan beat Iowa. Michigan beat Iowa. Did they? Oh, yeah, yeah freaking 14-7. to 7. 
weak ass game, but give me Penn State this, at home. This game's man. gonna be a defensive game too. Penn State at home though, I'm taking that. I don't know. I'm not a fan of their quarterback. He runs the ball too damn much. All right. Lastly, we had the MLB playoffs. We just witnessed Washington 4-0 sweep. They allowed a total of, I think, five runs throughout the four-game sweep. St. Louis's bats went dead, and Washington's pitchers performed well. Scherzer and Strasburg with great performances. Anibal Sanchez took a no-hitter into the eighth yeah, inning. Yeah, he killed it. He killed it. Tonight, Patrick Corbin started out on fire before giving up four runs. But all around, good performance by Washington, and now they have plenty of time to rest as Yankees and Astros go into what we believe will be a deep series. I don't know, man. I think the Astros might catch some momentum. Depending on what happens tomorrow, I don't know. Tomorrow's going to be a bullpen game. game seven. So we got Washington. Now we'll move on to Astros, the favorites. Let's go. Versus the Yankees, Matt's two favorite teams. My favorite team, obviously, the Astros. I'm going to ride with the Astros to win. Big win tonight behind Garrett Cole's performance. 4-1 to one victory. The series was tied 1-1 one to one before today. We all know. Now tomorrow will be game four in New York. A bullpen matchup. Both teams will be throwing their bullpen. Who knows who's going to get the start for either team, but should be a good high-scoring game. I want to see the bats come alive in game four. Yeah, same. I want, uh, I want to see some Bronx Bombers. We need it. But as much as I want the Yankees uh, to win the series, I think Astros are going to take it. Astros are going to have game seven if it comes down to it. Back in Houston with Garrett Cole on the mound. If that happens, 100% you'll see me at that game. I promise you that. So hopefully that happens. But hopefully Astros can end it and I can maybe go to the World Series. I highly doubt I'll go. But who knows? That would be sweet. It would be pretty tight. But ready to get another one of these. Astros easily going to beat Washington or Yankees easily beat Washington. I think either AL team that advances eventually knocks Washington off the pedestal. But Washington is balling out of control. Astros hopefully will meet them in the championship. We've talked college football. We've talked NFL. Not much UFC news. A few more weeks till the big Diaz versus uh, Masvidal fight. We can't wait for that. Going to come down to it. We'll be doing an LSU tailgate, hopefully, for the Auburn game on next week's show. We'll preview that. And until next time, we'll see y'all. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, the podcast app, anywhere you listen or stream your music, Instagram, Facebook, all that. Check us out, Legends Never Die Podcast, and we'll see everyone next week. Thank you.